Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Fathomless, a D&D podcast set in the world of Fialor. I am your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Mitch playing Neris, Joe playing Alton, and Laura playing Rue. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the party investigated um, the situation in Siana um, on the island of Asheron, uh, meeting a strange uh, automaton of sorts. Um, on the island who seemed to be a bit of a standout amongst the otherwise all uh, Iantil population of the settlement. Um, They discovered the person that they were looking for, but in doing so they discovered that something might be a bit strange in that... uh, He's apparently been there all along, been in no danger, um, and just hasn't been in contact for various reasons, he claimed. Um, meanwhile, Neris and Tibble went to speak with the mayor, um, at which point Tibble revealed himself not to be Tibble, but a oozy replacement. Um, an oblex uh, by attacking Neris uh, and trying to drain his memory, doing so partly successfully, um, uh, leading the wizard to run out of the town hall um, where he caught up with Alton, Nizen, and Rue, uh, the automaton, and briefly discussed the issue uh, before they were interrupted by the Oblex uh, displaying the forms of Tibble, the mayor, and one other figure that Neris and Alton you did not recognise. But Rue, as a villager, you would have. Um, And I have told you that uh, in between sessions. So... Uh, But... That is where we leave off, and we're going to start by getting everyone to roll initiative. Um, So, uh, just, oh, Nizen did not roll well. Um, I'm just going to put... It was nice knowing you, Nizen. (laughs) Um, initiative is not everything in this situation. Um, Alton. Doing solidarity, Alton rolled an eight. Oof. Uh, Neris? Uh, Neris also got an eight. And Rue? Uh, Rue got an 18. (laughs) Okay. Um, the Oblex, uh, fittingly for how shocking this is, did win initiative. Um, 
However, it is not particularly fast, so it goes to um, it goes to approach you, but you're probably about 30 feet away, so it does have to use its action to uh, get within range, so it cannot attack. Um, Alright, uh, next is Rue. Okay, um, so Rue was sort of like still crouching and had withdrawn their arm when Nerys kind of wasn't having it. Um, and they sort of rear back a bit in his in like their position and the light behind the mask seems to brighten in an alarm. Um, and um, it looks like, okay, yes, yes, I can confirm this is not normal. Shit, fuck, we should move. <laughs> if what he says is true and this can be spread, we should retreat, we should run. And then Rue will, like, um, immediately kind of, like, stand up to their, like, full seven-foot height, um, like, um, spread out. Um, and, um, again, they look very shaken, um, which is unusual for the sort of person they are. Um, the, uh, if anyone's ever seen those before, I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he, um, he sort of, like turns his head slightly to uh, both Narrows and to Alton and is like, how far is your boat ship? Too far. Too far. Okay. I've resided in a dwelling on the outskirts of the forest. It is strong. We can retreat there and assess damage. A friend may help. And Rue is going to... Um, Again, looks at the Oblex, like, like these like horrible tendrils sprouting out of the little mouse captain and two avian people that Rue knows, um, to some regard. Um, and with again, just kind of like shaking a bit, um, sort of just like shakes uh, their right hand, and a long, like, uh, shining blade is like just shoots out of somewhere. Impossible. Too long to have been concealed there, just shoots out of somewhere, um, just above where their wrist is. And they just, like, stand there in guarding. And they are going to, um, hold an action, I guess. Um, but with their other hand, they're going to point in a general direction of where they should run. Okay, and so I'll message you what they're going to hold. Okay, I'll message it to you right thank now. Thank you. Um, and don't forget, you do need the trigger for that as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next is, I believe, Alton has the higher decks between Alton and Neris because they both tied. Um, but Alton, you get to go first of the two. Yeah. Okay. So um, Alton would have taken like several steps back at seeing this rather horrific sight. Um, and, but as, um, Rue speaks, he's kind of like, there's his teeth and he goes to go for his gun, but then he looks to Rue and he looks to Neris and the condition that Neris is in. Yeah, shit indeed. Um, nah, that, that sounds like the best course of action we've got. All right, um, uh, Neris, you come with me, okay? And I guess he's just going to, I don't know, it's hard in initiative order, but I guess um, run like 20 feet in the direction that Rue pointed. Um, but while he's doing this, he's kind of kind of um, get out one of his guns and start loading it. Okay. So 20, 20 feet you're going. Yeah, nice full speed. Okay. Um, 
as you go out of its uh, its range, the Oblex is going to attempt a yeah, it's going to attempt to eat your memories as an attack of opportunity, as a uh, thread of ooze reaches out towards you um, and makes purchase on your shoulder. Uh, can you roll me a wisdom saving throw, please? No, uh, that's a nine. Okay. So, you take ten points of psychic damage, um, and until I say otherwise, uh, you have your memory drained and must, so you feel foggy, and as such, you roll, must roll a d4, Subtract the roll, the number roll from any ability check or attack roll you make. Okay. Um, Fuck, get off me! Yeah. Um, okay. Nothing else you want to do on your turn? Um, I guess that could trigger uh, him trying to shoot since he hasn't taken an action. Yeah. Yeah, you've just used your movement so far. Yeah, yeah. He loads his pistol, he immediately gets hit, reels for a moment, and is just going to try to wildly um, fire some shots. Yeah. Okay, roll okay. Don't I thought forget. that was a one. Nope, it's a seven. Uh, uh, roll me a d4 to subtract from that. Okay. So 17 take away four. That misses, unfortunately. Miss. Yeah. That first shot. Uh, it's first one goes wide. Second one, 23. 22 to hit. 22, that's going to hit. Um, so the, the first one, you're still reeling from this memory uh, draining effect uh, and completely go wide. And then you kind of shake your head and go for another shot. Um, and clear as day, it hits into this ooze. Uh, that's 10 points of damage. Alright. Um, and then a final shot for his bonus action. Yeah. The other pistol. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. 24 minus the... Yeah, that was, um, that minus, was minus one. That was minus the d4. Yep, yep, that'll hit. Uh, so that's 12 points of damage. Alright. Not too bad. Um... Then, uh, Neris, is your go. Uh, a direction has been pointed out. Uh, Neris would like to follow directions. Um, <clears throat> so he's going to back away from this creature, this ooze monster. Um, give a quick glance over at, uh, our new friend. And seeing the don't necessarily seem to be trustworthy but at least are uh, panicked <laughs> that is enough for Neris at the moment um, so he is going to um, wave his hands around in the air um, and have both his hands cover his ears and after he's finished waving his hand a third spectral hand appears which covers his mouth and nose uh, as he casts Mage Hand and runs 30 feet okay. in the direction that was pointed out. Alright. Um, next is Nizen. 
who is just gonna bolt. Um, actually, no, he is gonna try to make a... Yeah, Rue's still there, so he's gonna start by making an... Um, he's gonna use his multi-attack. Um, so that is gonna be an 11, so that's gonna miss. And the second one is a 17, which hits. Uh, because Rue's there, he gets his sneak attack in. Um, so that is 16 points of damage that he does to the Oblex before using his cunning action to dash away and get 60 feet away <laughs> um, from the Oblex. Alright, um, next we are back to the top of initiative and the Oblex's turn. Uh, it is going to make two pseudopod attacks against Rue. Um, which I rolled a one and a three on the dice. Uh, so even the highest one is a nine. So Brew probably, because they're probably not that dexterous, but instead he just like, just bats at it with the, um, the sort of arm blade that he has currently. Okay. So it probably just slices off parts of the, uh, <laughs> little pseudopods. Well, we can incorporate that into your attack action because it is your go. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm gonna do um, an attack. <laughs> um, so first off, I'm going to um, I'm going to bonus action um, cast a little cheeky spell um, that is part of my blade. Yeah. Um, where and the uh, blade is going to sort of sort of start to like heat up. Um, ah yes. Uh, yes. And um, so it's like this, like little like sizzling of like hot, like heated energy of air around it um, as it as yeah, as Rue reacts and slices into these pseudopods. Um, so I rolled hit. Um, okay, so first hit is a sixteen to hit. That just hits. Just hits. Cool. Um, so that's one d eight um, plus four. So. Six points of damage plus, hang on, how many? Uh, one plus one d six of fire and uh, plus the six plus six points of uh, fire damage. All right. From searing smite. All right. Um, and then you and have. And I have a second attack. So there yeah. we go. Um, cool. So that's uh, yes, a... because this character isn't multi-classed. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a 21 to hit, so that will definitely yes. hit. Um, and that is a, uh, so, a 6 plus 1. Uh, so 10 points of slashing damage. I'm just going to double check. I don't know if Searing Smite happens twice. I believe it does, because it's uh, No, fiery. it's just no, one no, attack. first time. It's yep. your first attack. There we go. Okay, so Easy. how much damage uh, was it? Uh, so 10 points of uh, slashing damage. Alright. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Um, and I think that's all Rue can do. Alright. Um, you're not gonna... Get up, bolt. get up, follow, follow the path. You're not oh, gonna yeah. try to bolt away um, yourself. Rue awesome. <laughs> uh, will move, but Rue will not run faster than everyone else. They will just keep 
directing along like a kind of like a winding cobblestone path that sort of seems to be a sharply away okay. from the road. Uh, the Oblex has had its go, so it gets its uh, reaction back. So it's going to use an attack opportunity on you. Um, yep. <sighs> and it's going to do a, it's intelligent, so it is going to do a pseudopod attack rather than try to eat your memories. Um, We've been it, trying to for a while. I just haven't noticed. It does have <laughs> it does have disadvantage though. For reasons. Uh, uh, but that doesn't really help when I roll a 16 and a 17. Uh, uh, that's uh, fine. So that's a 22. Yeah, that Nothing hits. you can do to... <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. I can't negate that one. Um, so that is going to be uh, 20 points of bludgeoning damage and mm-hmm. 7 points of psychic damage. Okie dokie. And just like the, they just kind of like shake, um, like some kind of like weird sort of like warping, sort of like a little bit of air around um, them, sort of seems to shake. Alright. Uh, Alton, is your go. Okay, I'll just call it out. Hang in there, Rue. We need you to show you, we need, we need you to show us where to hide. And then um, I'll just, Alton will just hold his action to run, to dash at the pace of uh, Neris. Alright. Um, Alright. So, do you use your movement to get that, like, to meet that 10 meet, that ten feet, though, as well? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alright. Um, then it is Neris's go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so Neris um, is running. He does look behind him. He sees... Um, Rue get hit again um, and his eyes do flick down to the little satchel bag that's banging on his hip Um, um, but he almost recoils his hand away from it like he doesn't want to touch it um, and is just going to spend the um, his movement just running and dashing alright He'll replace the hand back over his ear again. Okay. He's just, like, hunched over and just, like, sprinting. And Alton, you dash to meet his pace. Uh, The two of you basically catching up to where... uh, to where Nizen is. Uh, Who... uh, Let's... Yeah. Uh, No. Yeah, he's gonna just throw off some daggers. Uh, It's probably not gonna be... But it, no, not enough to hit. Um, and then after that, he's going to be out of range. But he goes another 60 feet. Um, uh, next is the Oblex. Uh, the Oblex is going to... Uh, Neris, you notice um, the Oblex taking the form of... Um, uh, one of... Like, part of the Oblex that takes the... Yeah, no, the, the Oblex taking the form of... Um, a feminine-looking Arakukra, uh, or Iantil, um, in almost priestly garb, and starting the motions of casting a spell. Um, and unless there's something you want to do about that, uh, I am going to need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. 
Neris is going to go through the motions of beginning to cast Counterspell, uh, and then he remembers, oh, that's right, I had a very long and fruitful discussion with Loren. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he cannot do that. So we're just going to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, you are good at these. Actually, yeah, he is... <sighs> He's not great at them, though. He is going to um, kind of flick his eyes a little bit off to the right and up a little bit. Um, And then he's just going to sort of close his eyes and adjust his stance a little bit to try and um, brace for this impact that he knows is going to come. So he is going to use one of his portents, but he's not sure if it's going to work. Um, so that he's going to make it an, uh, a 19. That is enough to save on this uh, this hold monster spell. Uh, and, yeah, you are able to just repel this magical effect. Um, and that, uh, it's going to move about 20 feet forward. And, Rue, it is your go. It also needs to make a constitution saving throw of 13 to meet the of 13. I don't I think it will make it since it's a disgusting monster, but you know, if it doesn't, it gets more fire damage. Oh. Um is this while you're concentrating on the spell? Yes. Um just for future uh, Oh, because I got yeah. hit. Yes. Yes. I roll for um, it. You didn't um, get hit. Oh, uh, you got hit for a bit. You got uh it was I got uh, I've still got the damage up. That. So the DC is 13. All right, let's see. 13. I rolled a natural 19, so... Okay, yeah. So searing spot's still up. up. <laughs> and um, that should be a con save of 13. So uh, yeah, it, it's, that's a 15. That makes it. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> the fire fizzles out. <laughs> All right. Does it um, fizzle out or does it just not take damage? Uh... Oh, we'll save the spell ends. So okay. yeah, it's gone. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, yes. So, Rue looks over where they're all running on. Just keep following the path closer to the forest. Um, and they're going to start running to keep pace with the others as well. Um, here's what they will do. Right. Um. And, um, but they are going to, um, as they're running for their action, I guess, they're going to, um, uh, with the hand that doesn't have the blade on it, they're going to throw that hand back and sort of like, um, if anyone was looking at, at him, the like light behind the, um, sort of like, uh, eyes of the mask just like just suddenly like flashes in like a bunch of different colors um and then that same kind of like flashing light sort of just like blasts out of um his hang on <laughs> left hand and just like um soars towards uh this little effigy of this um until um as Rue casts chaos bolt nice oh, so i roll to hit hang on um, so that is, um, that's a 16 to hit. That just hits. Cool. Awesome. So that's, hang on. Gotta remember what sort of damage that is. Oh, I gotta roll on the table. So 1d8. Let's have a look. 
So that's going to be five, which is lightning damage. Um, so two D8 of lightning damage. Uh, two, yes. Sorry, everyone, getting used to this character. New character. Um, one and four. Okay, so five points of lightning damage. Uh, lightning damage. Um, and yeah, they're just going right. to run to keep pace with everyone else. Um, and at the end of your turn, um, you feel a rumbling in the ground. All three of you feel this rumbling as emerging from the surface with a great leap is this massive uh, metallic, uh, almost like a hybrid between a shark and some sort of boar uh, or similar uh, quadruped um, that... uh, Laura, would you like to introduce us to Ham? Yes. So, as Rue kind of like looks slightly to the right, like as this like ground sort of like bursts out of like with earth, as this bullet um, jumps out of a small bullet jumps out of the earth, Rue goes, "Ah, oh, the friend." Um. So yeah, Ham is like a bullet. Um. So a smallish one, I'd say. Um. Yeah. Same as Dubby described. Yeah. Metal. Um like a weird cross between a metal shark and a ball um they like yeah big sort of like flat sort of like beaky kind of like face with like teeth there's a lot of teeth um and it just like leaps out of the like this the ground like a shark or a dolphin might leap out of water um and yeah i can imagine like if people are picturing you just a general bullet so they would probably have like more of a sharky type fin um, and a couple of like little dents and scratches like in the like the armor plating as well. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen a regular bullet before, but it's, it's smaller than a regular one. Um, uh, but yeah. Still quite la- like still reasonably large. Still as a creature. fairly large. Uh, yeah. Like it is still mechanically a large creature, but it's on the smaller side of large. Whereas I would say a regular bullet is to the medium size of large. Yes. 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 Laura <laughs> has a mini there. I have yes. it's a pretty scary mini looking. here. Yes. My baby boy. Yes. <laughs> That's Ham. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Ham. <laughs> um, and and yes. I love Ham already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this bullet just lands and takes off on a sort of protective stance in front of the four of you. Um... Good timing, Ham, as always. Um, and just like the point where like, dirt just scatters everywhere. It's a little like, minor eruption earthquake yes. has happened. Uh, Alton, anything you want to do on your turn? Hi. Okay, ally. Good, good. And he's going to dash. <laughs> yep. Yeah. At the same pace as Nerys. Uh, yeah, so Neris is going to uh, look at that and reach into his satchel at this stage and then see that Rue is not panicky. <laughs> like, ah, excellent, cool. Um, and is instead just going to dash as well. Uh, attempting to outpace Alton, but <laughs> not. No. Okay, and Nice is just going to bolt. Um, I I think at this stage, uh, seeing the group that you are, 
Um, the Oblex is gonna just disengage and just re retreat and regroup. Um, and we're gonna come out of initiative as you all continue to bolt towards Rue's home. Um, which. Goodness. Yes. So eventually. Uh. Yeah. Um, you reach a point where the ground is covered, uh, the wooden thatched close-knit buildings and island shrubbery and farmland animals, uh, it all gives way to, uh, more overgrown grassland and reeds, and in the near distance, a dark forest. And there is a stone cobbled house surrounded by hillier earth and blackened near-gone trees. Do you get closer outside the house? There's some brief details since everyone's in a hurry, but uh, there are just little flashes that you'll each notice. Um, heavy moss growing over cold stone, dark smoke winding from the chimney, a long line of sea breeze worn string with bells tied to it, and maybe a flash of the bones of a small creature or two. Uh, what looks like dried out reeds and herbs uh, there's a heavy wooden door, which isn't too difficult to unlatch as it's unlocked. And inside it's fast, a bit crowded. And so Rue kind of just ushers everyone immediately in. Um, the blade just sort of disappears. Um, I assume that he sort of just manages to like usher everyone immediately in. Yeah. And then kind of like once everyone's in... Ham probably stays outside, probably yeah. looking hungrily at the Oblex as it retreats. Um, uh, Rusal just slams the latch down, and then with like a lot more of a fluid sort of movement than you'd expect from a seven-foot-tall person, sort of peers outside the, this sort of like thick green-tinted glass window next to it. Um, yeah, you notice the inside is a bit more crowded, but quite cozy amongst the long shadows. Uh, there's a big brick fireplace packed full of glowing coals and some dark oil lanterns hanging around, pulsing a strange blue light. There are wooden bookshelves and cabinets everywhere, neatly collected shells, a model ship, what looks just like junk, more strings of herbs and onions and garlic, and what looks like large hunks of cured meat, pots and pans, paintings and figures, and trees, and someone with... Uh, avian features. There's a dusty couch near the fireplace and a low table with what looks like a large map on it. Beyond that there seems to be another room or two uh, as well as an upper level ladder which seems to reach up to a small open loft bed. Though from here it appears unused. Um, Thank you to Laura for providing those descriptions of Rue's abode ahead of time. Yes, yes, that's what Rue... So, yeah, it's kind of, like, it's still quite dark. It's, like, um... But, yeah, there's lots of little lanterns and things like that and just little, just a little jumble of, like, lots of different things um, everywhere. Um, somewhat dusty. Um, and then Rue kind of, like, withdraws from the window um, and then is, like... I do not think they have followed. And they sort of straighten up and like look back over at everyone. What are they all doing? 
Um, Elton would have, like, as soon as he um, entered the building, just kind of, like, slumped to the ground, like, um, probably, like, slide down a wall, um, not even making it to the couch or anything, and just, just kind of, like, panting, like, trying to catch his breath. He's kind of got, like, one hand on, like, his clutching his, like, abdomen um, and just, like, breathing heavily. Mm. Great, great. You are safe for now. Catch your breath. We should assess damage and run tests. Uh, What the fuck was that thing? Yeah, tentacle bullshit thing. I'm not too sure, actually. One of them was your captain? Or an amalgamation of your captain? An image? It's, yeah. it's not. I don't believe it was the captain. I, I that there was. It mentioned something. Uh, Neris also is kind of leaning against like a support beam or something or other. Um, mm. He's uh, also incredibly unfit um, and is <laughs> not okay with having to run. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so he's kind of looking down at the ground and kind of half looking up at everyone else. Mm. This t- creature <clears throat> mentioned something about joining the captain in the ground. Uh, I think our captain has been taken. Yes, sleeping under the ground, it said. That does sound strange. Keeping him alive to copy or something? Unless that's just a metaphor. The small captain spoke that they were called Oblex. I have not heard that word before. But it is very strange. Actually, um, the others Darby. beside them were our mayor and uh, Sister Quirk of Acheron Church. Mm. I do not see the correlation here. Please sit down if you are both wearied. You have run fast in a small distance. Or the opposite. You have done very well. Um... <laughs> And Ruth sort of like turns and like sort of that there they don't seem to be like the the roof is fairly tall, but not in the tall in the way that's clearly made for Rue. So they're sort of like hunched a little bit. Um they've kind of just got like, their little hands in front of them as they are now just sort of like seem to be relaxing for what his form of relaxed is a bit, I guess. Um, just quickly, Darby. Um, yes. I believe Oblex are from the Underdark. Um, can Elton write, like, roll, like, a history track? Whether he would have come uh, across the, any knowledge about you, them before? You can, you can roll me a, either a history or an arcana. Okay. Um, I was actually going to... Uh, Neris can roll me in. Neris is research. Yeah, either a history or an arcana to see if there's... Um, I got a 14 arcana. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Uh, Neris. Neris got a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Oh, um, that was history. 
Okay. For Naris as well. And Alton was Arcana? Yeah. Okay. Um, you... Alton, you've heard of experiments that certain um, drow mages that are a bit less on the ethical side have um, done involving oozes and uh, gelatinous creatures, gelatinous life forms, and enhancing the capacities and the capabilities of these creatures, um, these somewhat amorphous creatures. Um, often with psychic or psionic uh, abilities. Excellent. Uh, Neris, for a 17 on history, you, you've heard rumours and tales of... Uh, and, like, combined with your... your fi- Actually... Oh, you should, uh, we'll say you're, you're having your short rest, so I'll, I'll, you should probably technically have rolled your d4s for those, so, yeah, roll, roll me a d4 each, please. Forgot about that. So that turned out mine to a 12. A 12, yeah. Uh, whatever mine was, minus two. Minus two. So, uh, 15. Okay. So you probably wouldn't know most of what I said then, Alton. You would have heard rumours of people experimenting with oozes, but the exact details of it is not really something you maybe paid attention to as much. Um, Neris, you probably have heard stories of, um, of, of oozes with... Um, strange mental powers, um, rumours of people losing memories, um, and they're, it's quite possibly consistent with what you have seen and experienced here thus far. Neither of you have come across Oblexes specifically. Um, Neris will relay what information he knows to the rest of the group. Okay. Yeah, it's like a fucked up. Who's curious? An experiment. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be happening up here. So you had no idea that this was going on then, Rue? No, I have not noticed anything like this before. Strange things have occurred in the past here on Acheron that have been disappearances, and a few times I have observed unusual behaviour from the local wildlife. But I suppose more importantly, I have noticed the inhabitants here behaving more strangely for a while, perhaps a few months since. Not everyone, but some. They all appeared brighter, but ventured out less, as I mentioned. I haven't been venturing out much lately myself, so I can't really throw stones there. It's strange, the person you saw, 
The stranger and visitor, Eldon Forbray, he did also seem brighter when we visited him. And then Rue kind of like turns and then sort of like cocks his head, looking from both Alton to Nerez. And they are going to do like kind of like a, a latent like insight thing to like, they're just taking note of like, Alton looks fucked. Nerez also <laughs> looks fucked. <laughs> hmm. But in different ways. Um, and they sort of like seem to like be registering something that they're like, you also mentioned there appears to be a smell present that is stronger. My sense of smell is not very good due to this. He like, kind of, like, taps the beak of the plague mask he's wearing. And for some other reasons, where has this been observed? Can it be smelled here? Can it be smelled here? Uh, Just sort of, like, look around. Yeah, there's, like, there's no strong scent of um, sulfur here. Mm. Seems good here. Hmm. For Bray, though, he, he did smell like sulfur. That is strange. You were wrinkling your nose a little bit then. I did notice that. And Rude kind of like awkwardly kind of moves past them to sort of like, there's a little, like, little fire that's still kind of like glowing a bit and then they sort of like turn over the embers a bit to sort of like make the fire blaze up a bit more and then sort of like gestures to dusty looking couch, <laughs> dusty couple looking chairs. Um, and then again, sort of like casts a glance over at the window, but then just turns back. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah, that. <sighs> all right, all right. Um, Alvin kind of like locks himself up. Probably if you're looking place, you probably notice mm. his hands are trembling a little bit. It's like, um, uh, um, Naras, all right, um, let's get you healed up. Uh, you yes, feeling? you should run a medical assessment. If it appears that we are safe, um, that would be most appreciated. How's he looking? Emotionally and physically? Um, <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> Emotionally, he's actually um, sort of hold himself up a little bit better than what he was before. He's um, he's thinking about the words that he says before he speaks, um, as he normally does when he's on the ship. Um, he's focusing more. He's sort of retained his uh, or reg regained sort of active control of his breath. Um, and he's become a little bit more alert and he's looking around at his surroundings, kind of taking mental notes. Um, physically he is, um, you notice when anyone is talking, he does tend to favor his left ear, um, to listen. Um, and he has every now and then kind of brushed up against his right ear, which is, um, where you notice like a little bit of blood that was coming out before. Um, and other than the fact that he is recovering from being incredibly winded <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. So physically he's, he's not looking great, but um, mentally he seems to be shoring himself up. All right. All right. Um, 
let's let's run you through some tests. That um, is your head hurting much? Um, a bit. It is. Um, uh, almost like there are needles in my head that are preventing me from seeing properly. Um, well, not seeing properly like you all do, but seeing differently. Um, it, that creature did something to me. And took something from me. You mentioned yeah. you seem to be suffering some kind of memory loss. I, everything before now is foggy. don't know I can piece together what happened but I don't I cannot make notes of things something is wrong mm. yeah I can feel that a little bit too I don't know if that's some kind of magical effect of whatever it did or if it's just you know the shock of what happened there? All right, uh, I'll get you fixed up. I think Alton would probably just start like taking him through some neurological tests. So he's looking at his eyes, he's like checking his balance, checking his memory, etc. And then at the end, probably give him some painkillers. Um, so that's uh, 14 um, extra HP for Neris with the healing feet. Amazing. Thank you very much. Um, I have nothing to offer you. Um, so you were hit as well. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll it'll come good. Honestly, the run was worse. Like this, this, this foggy-headed sensation. I just get this on bad days generally. The run's just going to make everything worse. But, yeah, I'll, I'll start working on myself now. No need to worry. How are you doing, my fine, uh, tall friend? I'm in some pain, but I can heal that, so that is fine. I will sort this. Good. You are, are you speaking figuratively when you say you are still in pain? Is that a persistent thing or a new thing? Oh, I mean, no, it's pretty persistent. Do you require healing? No, I can, I can work through it myself. I'm a doctor, I am. I know how to handle things. It's been a couple of centuries. But oh, thanks. I see. And Ruth swivels like turns the head to um look over Darius who I presume is looking a lot better because I'm pretty sure that was pretty much the hit points that he lost I can't remember um he's just been healed and your pain has abated I am uh, I am fine for no thank you both for your assistance both before and now as well I um 
Friday. This is, and he's been sort of looking around at his surroundings. Um, if you don't mind me saying so, this is a um, very unique house. Uh, how long have you been here for? Uh, yes, well, this is not my house originally. I have been on the island for 18 years. I, this was the house of my father figure, is it? I have been here for that time. I'm not certain how long he has been there. But yes, it belonged to Ezzet's song. And, uh, 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 another lost, but Ezzet has left now too. I have waited for three years, but it's just me now. Most of these belongings are not mine. And they sort of like gest gesture to like, um, yeah, like little sort of bookshelves and like, um, yeah, just like a lot of like just different things, like bookshelves, little like knickknacks, um, carvings. Um, there's like a map kind of like laid out sort of on the um, table near the couch. Um, so that, seem that seems to be in touch a, bit, a little bit more, um, but then they sort of just shrug. Um, but yes, um, and they're like, but yes, it is a good house, and if but a quiet one. And they're kind of like, like the, the little light, like kind of dims behind their eyes for a bit. Um, they look contemplative. So this asset is the one that left on the ship with the the wolf on the flag, right? Yes, that's right. Three years ago now, he left on a boat with a sail bearing a wolf on it. People from it arrived on the island and had discussions. I did not know any of them, but he left with them, did not say why. Hmm. He said he would return, but it has been a very long time now. Hmm. Alton kind of makes a like a Yikes, he's probably dead, expression to Neris, but then goes. <laughs> um, uh, ship with noble flag, ring any bells? Been on the seas much longer than me. Yeah, Neris is going to pull out, um, reach into the satchel and pull out one of his um, notebooks that he's got a, um, a list of all the ships that he's encountered in the past, um, including ones that like other members of the crew have mentioned on their, uh, their interviews. <laughs> um, if Neris has been a part of those. Um, I'm assuming a wolf is not an uncommon motif on a sail, um, but is there any mention of that? Has Neris come across anything or heard tales of a ship bearing a wolf? Uh, roll me Poten a history check. Potentially one that three years ago needed extra crew. Um, that is a 19. Um, you know of probably several that have borne a wolf, but there's none that strike you, strike your memory as having re gone through any sort of major recruitment three years ago. 
none that come to mind. I shall keep an ear out, so. I appreciate it. You have sailed a fair time? And Brit looks at all three, like at um, Neros and Alton and Nizen. Again, just kind of like little hands in front, like <laughs> kind of stooped in this much house built for somewhat for an avian folk. <laughs> we all have some experience. Um, do you have any experience, any gestures to the, the model ship on the banister? Yeah, um, Rude kind of like glances at it. I'm not sure. I have been here on the island for 18 years, but only awake for 15. It is extremely likely that I've lived longer than this, and perhaps I do have sailing experience. I am presently theoretically my fifth self, but I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't know of it. So regrettably, no. Though I have been curious. And then Rue kind of like reaches, like stretches like her little clawed hand out towards the map that's on the, like on that um, little table. And it's like, the, and then also then, and then points to like the, the boat that Neris was gesturing to as well. I found these while taking stock of Ezzet's things one day after he left. I am not proud of it. I have probably travelled beyond this island, but I cannot remember, so the map is... I only wonder if it's a clue, perhaps. Or something else exciting. This island is quite small when you've been on it for so long. Obviously, of course, especially so when the locals are sprouting tentacles, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you're uh, thinking of traveling elsewhere, uh, around now would be the time to do it. Perhaps so. Mm. This map that's on the table, is it of this area? Of the Isles, or is it somewhere different? It is... Hard to tell. Hmm. It's not immediately obvious. Um, there's probably some elements to it that uh, yeah, there's there's probably some elements to it that if you took the time to study it. Um, you could probably work out where it actually is, um, indicating, but, uh, at a glance, it's not obvious. Yeah. Is it like a map of, uh, like a, a sea route or is it like a map of like a land area? Um, it's, it seems to be a land area. Um, okay. Mostly, there is some sea to it. Um, so, 
but uh, it seems to be indicating the location of something. What that something is, you don't know. Uh, regrettably, I have been only trained in medical things since I have been on this island, so I am not good with maps. Is that large blades that came out of your arm part of your medical training? Rue kind of like looks at like their their um right arm. And then kind of just like looks at it and just like just like flicks it out like every now and then just like just like looks at it curiously just like and then it just goes back in again. I am not particularly sure that was with me when I washed ashore here, but it is useful, and it appears to be a conduit to some magic, a strange magic. Magic not unfamiliar to these islands, of course, or so I've read. But, well, you can imagine, many here were curious. But is it kept me safe? And then, well, I apologize, I am talking a lot about myself. You have all been under a great deal of stress. You have all done a very good job to make it this far. And just trust a stranger. Don't have much choice in this circumstance. That is true. You appear to be tentacle-less as well. So that is a step in the right direction. Yes. I did notice you were concerned that you may also have some nose to Solalanti Quartermaster of the Polaris, but you do not appear to be sprouting any at the current point. So that is a good start. Yes, indeed. Um, <clears throat> forgive me for asking another question about yourself, but I feel like now would be a perfect opportunity to get to know one another. When we are trapped in a house, when the whole island is perhaps attempting to kill us. Yes, that's true. This isn't particularly friendly, is it? Is it? I almost forgot. Ha <laughs> ha. Please go ahead. There. You mentioned your asset is a father, a father figure to you. Yes. Has this individual been with you for all of your iterations? No. Only on Acheron Island. The disciple of Finton here on the island. He only took me in before I was awake, once I washed ashore. So... Uh, well, many here thought I was out of commission permanently. Some wish to experiment as my kind is rarely seen, especially on this island. I, of course, understand the impulse, but I'm glad Ezra protested, even when he too wondered if I was permanently gone. Perhaps worried I was like 
other more heard of members of my kind. Morris' experimentation would have taken me apart, you see, and that would have been a bad end, so... I am glad he took me in. Another like me, not born with the same blood as I, but strangers to the island. He also took in, as it was very good as his words, and joyful and popular among many here, while he was here. I miss him. He sounds but, like a good man. Yes, he was. I do hope he is well. I do not... I do not know about before then. So... It makes it difficult, but I am glad to meet new people. An esteemed doctor and a quartermaster. And what position do you hold? Nizen? I'm a junior navigator. Junior uh, navigator? Yes, our um, senior navigator and lookout is uh, doing some reconnaissance in the, in the forest. Oh dear, hopefully they are well. I'm sure they are well, sorry. I need to get better at my uh, positivity. All right. What is there that we can do? Yes. Of course. Well, we have already discussed there appears to be no smell here. And, uh, there have been... There is some memory loss, which uh, Quartermaster Neris Fasolilanti of the Polaris is still suffering from. And... You also seem somewhat familiar of it, Dr. Alton Boehner of the Polaris. Yes? Uh, I mean, the symptom, not the cause. The symptom, not the cause. Interesting. It seems a bit more serious than regular brain fog. Hmm. Well, I cannot offer much help. I am very sorry about this. You're all more learned than I. The other two beside your small captain, as I mentioned, were the mayor and uh, the sister of the Akron church. Perhaps there is something there. Otherwise, you you had mentioned your task was to retrieve the stranger, Eldon Forbray. He has been here for some months. And he also smelt of sulfur. So we either reinterrogate him or we go to investigate the church. That is my understanding, is it not? The issue that we have, that we don't know if that is the real Elden Forbray. It could be. An individual similar to the captain. Mm, I agree. This is a well-considered concern. However, that means that if we do find where our captain is located, we may also find our quarry. 
the real one. This one might be a bit more keen to actually go home. Yes, he acted very odd. I think it probably makes sense if that is not him. Friday. Uh, you yes, mentioned Solavante of the Polaris. You may just refer to me as Neris if you choose. It does save some time. Efficient, a good idea, Neris. You mentioned that Esset was a disciple of the deity Fintin. Yes. You also mentioned that one of the individuals is a esteemed member of the local church. Yes. Is that church dedicated to Fintan? Uh, is it Darby? The church, the church is dedicated primarily to Fintan and Galliel. It, they, here on Akron Island, I do not know if it is the same wherever you all hail from, but they worship both Fintan and Galliel. Sister Quiak oversees both. And you, Neris kind of sits back in his chair and kind of looks at the, or sits back on the floor where he's not moved uh, and kind <laughs> of looks back up at the, the roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can see that he's kind of, like, cogs are turning. Rue also looks up at the roof. <laughs> Essit, you mentioned also, was well-respected in the town, no? Yes, he was very popular, very good with his words. Do you believe his popularity, at least in some small part, was descended from his faith? I believe so. So the people of this community respected their faith and they would attend mass gatherings on certain days, I'm assuming? I presume they would, wouldn't they, Darby? Um, From my understanding of it. Yeah. Not not as commonly as you think of, like, church on Sunday or something like that, but there are religious ceremonies that are fairly regular. There are many ceremonies and rites, yes. There is... Again, that certain level of respect that one would give to someone of the same faith, of almost higher standing in the same faith. I believe so. They would potentially let their guard down. Possibly. What do you think the chances are of that church being some form of localized area for this creature. For the sickness to take root, it is a possibility. This is a good suggestion. I admit I must have not been paying close enough attention to everyone. I am not very popular here. Why are you not very popular? The kind of like light behind their eyes kind of dims a bit and sort of like it's like a it's like a blue light. It kind of like mutes a bit. 
so it's like less saturated. Um, there were strange accusations, and of course, even here on this island, word of others like me, who may have caused great trouble on another land. Well, that also stuck, I suppose. And of course, they don't seem to be very fond of ham. You know, when people go missing sometimes, they accuse ham, but ham would never do that. They like eating many things, pretty much everything, but you know, I'm sure they wouldn't eat a person or a bird. So they would eat many small things like the bones of the creatures out in your front doorstep. Yes. Ham is their favorite, of course. I'm sh and they're very good. They've probably only stolen a ball once or twice. Um, I'll say that Elton, um, this is the side, Elton is very, uh, with the previous conversation, very like withdrawn and tense and um, kind of like darting looks around the windows, just very uncomfortable. But um, as the conversation changes, he's kind of just like still very uncomfortable, but he'll just kind of be like, so um, uh, have, you, have you ever tried feeding him a human? I mean, how would you know if you haven't tried? Well, love, life is precious to me. It would be strange to want to feed a human to ham, wouldn't it? Would you do that? Sorry, that's a personal question. Please, I don't need you to answer that. <laughs> Good. No, Different your privacy subject. is very important. Mm. Well, yes. Um, right. Indeed. So we're dealing yes. with a fucking cult, are we? Some sort of sickness. I suppose we will have to see. It is worth investigating. So the church, then? Perhaps we could take a small moment just to relax, get our bearings, and then we can go to the church. Yes. Did you require sustenance? I have... And um, Rue kind of like looks around like um, some herbs and meat, maybe tea. I could probably combine that to make tea. Do you like tea? I admit I don't believe we've ever tried a meat and herb tea. Is that something you'd like? Yeah, sounds good, says Alton, like, obviously not properly listening. Oh, excellent. I will try to make it now. I think I remember how Ezzet used to make tea. It has been a long time, and I don't normally drink it. Okay. <laughs> Rue starts to, like, just <laughs> so, creep around. Yeah. So, as Rue, Rue prepares you this meat and herb <laughs> tea, uh, <laughs> for those consuming it, it is revolting. It's it's probably like a soup, honestly. It, <laughs> They've got like <laughs> lavender and like a garlic it, and like <laughs> yeah. ham floating around. Like Rue yeah. doesn't have a great sense of taste, though. So yeah, um, 
you complete a short rest, which is enough, <laughs> Neris and Alton, <laughs> for you to, uh, to recover from your, your mind fog. Um, you are no longer memory drained. Um, Alton, you get back all your uh, short rest things as a fighter. Uh, Neris, you can use, I think your main thing is your, uh, what's he, and I believe you can I can do a couple a of things yeah. in a short test. Yeah, yes. we good you. Yeah. I will let you know. Uh, Neris is also back up at full hit points. Yes. Um, for, it's the tea. For listeners, yes. It uh, is not the tea. Neris's, <laughs> Neris's signature item uh, gives him an extra... It gives him a recharge of portent once per day. Rue uh, just, like, sits there holding a little teacup, like, they don't drink from, they're just like... Uh, but their, their eyes are, like, a very bright blue, just like this, they're watching you, probably both of you try to, like, have a rest and, like, suffer through the tea they've attempted to make. You can probably hear, like, some thudding and, like, some little, like, noises out the back, but that's probably ham, you imagine, because the ooze was a lot quieter moving around. And Rue doesn't seem concerned, so that's probably also a clue that that's probably normal around here. Nice. I think Alton probably would be very jumpy at any noises, but... All right. And just, like, takes one sip of the tea, just looks extremely nauseous, and then just puts it down again. All right. So, um, yeah, so you complete your rest and um, I take it, make your way back to town towards the church. Um, yeah, if we head out, Rue is very wary. Um, then, yeah, Ham probably doesn't accompany us, you know, in a way that we can see. Um, okay. But Rue will probably just sort of, like, be very much on the lookout for mouth tentacles at all times. All right. I don't know if we're stealthing it. We're just normally walking. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Neris is attempting to stealth. It's <laughs> a uh, very stealthy body. Yes. That's um, fair. <laughs> Nizam will attempt to stealth if, if the order of the day if is stealth. If that's discussed. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yes. That's discussed. Rue will also stealth. Oh, oh, I rolled a double net one. Oh my gosh. This That's an eight. This bodes well. It's <laughs> oh. an 11 from Rue. From <laughs> uh, Nizen didn't roll well. Nizen's total is a five. <laughs> That's what's, the rogue. <laughs> what's Alton's total? Eight. Eight. Neris? This is also a five. No! Uh, what Ruth? are we doing? We're the worst people. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> so the stealthiest, and that's still only at an eleven, is the yep. big clanky metal man. Yup, yup, yup. Well, we don't know. Yeah. It seems to, like, just has a lot of, like, little scraps of metal in their pocket, clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we spontaneously break out into song about silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we're going down. Who oh, where's yeah. Sneaky? Where's Sneaky? This is very exciting. <laughs> I'm enjoying yeah. sneaking. This is fun. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible, obviously, because of all the mouth tentacles. All right. But it's uh, fun. You don't, you don't have anything uh, interrupt you. Doesn't mean that... That's worse. <laughs> yeah. So, 
something might be aware of you, but you have you don't get any interruptions um, before you reach the church. Um, for reference as well, um, remembering the um, attempt to charm Neris, uh, Neris is also mentioned to everyone present that there is uh, charming magic that is around, and he has attempted to uh, probably before leaving um, Rue's place has tried to fashion a set of earplugs. Uh, he would look around for something that's usable, like a bit of cotton or something, but he's most likely going to end up with like a strip of cotton with like a wedge of meat like shoved into it, and he's just going to put oh. those two in the ears. <laughs> He's Alpha not happy can about give it, you bandages. Oh, no. <laughs> um, That's fair. Not, That's you great. didn't use any of your hit dice to <laughs> patch yourself up? Or... Oh, no, he did. This is attempting to block his ears. Okay. Uh, from any, yeah. Uh, yeah. Noise. That's um, Rue would probably try to help if Nera's raised that to them, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they suggest like, they've got spare masks and stuff like that, but, like, I don't know if... They would have earmuffs of any kind. Okay. Maybe it's like a very old, fluffy, like, instead of earmuffs, I don't know. But yeah, bandages and meat sound great. <laughs> good good luck. Um, so, as you go into the, uh, the church, can I have a marching order, please? Um, I will bring up. One of these maps that is appropriate. Um, so it's easy enough to get into the church. It's not locked. Um, it is a, as a, entering it. There is a small corridor um, about five foot wide, and then uh, it opens into a large uh, 25 foot uh, by 25 foot room uh, with uh, rounded corners. Is there a smell of sulfur? Um, there's a light smell of sulfur, but mostly coming from outside. Uh, I think when Neris, like when we got to, because the the church is like near the center of the town, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna take a little bit of that jerky that he's got uh, in his ear, and he's gonna use that as a spell focus, and he's gonna cast mage armor on himself. All right. Uh, so, what is the marching order here between the four of you? Rue first. Rue first. Uh, Tom will probably be at the back. He's quite hesitant to enter the church. Yeah. Visibly so. Um, and Neris, are you going to hang towards the back or further forward? Uh, probably a little bit further back. All right. Um, yeah. So we'll go uh, Rue, Nizen, uh, Neris, Alton. Alright, so, entering the church, um, 
as you kind of spread out here, um, you make note of, um, can everyone roll me a perception check, actually, as you're entering? Nine. Twelve. Ten. Oh, I'm so We're glad. doing so uh, today. I'm so glad that the, the fate of Tibble and potentially Fishman are in our hands. Yeah. I'm going to get a new uh, D20. <laughs> actually, what is... Uh, Come on, Nizen. You're yeah. our only hope. Nizen. Nizen. Uh, that's, that's a dirty 20. Um, and yes. Rue, you feel Nizen's hand on your shoulder uh, as he said, Careful! It's Uzahet. Uh, oh. And you look up to see what he's pointing at. To see uh, upon the, uh, the stone platform in the centre of the church a uh, roiling uh, purple ooze um, that um, that yeah uh, seems to be bubbling away um, is that normal this is not normal for Akron Island just as a just as a starter have uh, any of you seen this before no <laughs> Uh, that's not normal. And that, as as where as the ooze starts to spring to life, is where we are going to leave it for this week's episode. Oh boy! As it lunges towards you. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Yeah. 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 Sure. This is fun. We good. We Gucci. We Gucci. It's sure. great. All right. <laughs> Thank you. See you next week, everyone. Yes. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks, Bye. guys. Turns out, it was not Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh no. <laughs> Y'all are doing amazing, sweet. We're rolling like shit Roll this entire so session. I'm not rolling oh well at all. God. I need a new D20. This is going horribly. I'm switching between, like, digital and physical, and they're both so bad. I rolled a double that one. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, how did you do that? That's That's not okay. The only decent thing I've rolled has been the first initiative, which was just us running away, and then I pre-rolled for healing, which no one needed, so... <laughs> Alas. Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs>